With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of I Dig Your Soul podcast with your host, Nadia Khalil. Today is January 8th, 2021. It is 5.30 a.m. in L.A. It's still super dark out. I'm so used to like the sun, you know, before the time change. It's, it's kind of interesting, but I like it. It's nice and cozy to have it still be dark when you wake up in the mornings, I guess. But today is Friday. It is the end of yet another big week in our world, in our lives. And with that, I got a question. I got three today that I am going to use. And one of them was, with all the problems our world is having, why don't you comment on our world and why do you keep focusing on the topics you talk about? Because that's my job. Um, I choose these topics. I, in the very beginning of all of this, when I first saw Christ, and that was now in 2002, so we're already going on 19 years, Christ said something to me that honestly, had he not, I may be talking about what's going on in our world, but there's two things that happened. One Christ said to me that don't pay attention to what is not yours because if you do, you will not do what you have to do. You have to do what you do because if you don't pay attention to what you do, it's gone. So I learned early on that what I cannot control unless I am involved, other than my opinion, which may agree with a lot of people or disagree with a lot of people, will just make me another political commentator. But what I do is talk about our souls. That I know about. That I have been taught about, schooled about, lived with, learned how to share it, learned how to tell it. I do this show for it. 
And there's a lot of people who are spiritual or wrote books, and they're all great. They all have a point of view to share. They all have a vision of us being greater as people in one way or another. There's also a ton of political people, but that isn't my place. That isn't my expertise. The one time I I just had a small opinion, it became a big deal to some people. And I didn't even know I was actually having an opinion. I was just describing what happened in the hospital when I found out what happened in the election. That wasn't even like my opinion slapped all over it. In some ways it could have sounded like that. But I was just talking about what happened. But we've become so sensitive politically that it is not my place to say hey or ha about politics. So that's why I focus on the topics I talk about, because if you ask me about truth, love, purity, I know that it all starts at home. It all starts in the home of your heart. I know that. The way you will deal with anything else outside of your home, whether it is your job, whether it is the political situation in our world, whether it's some of the social problems we have in our world. If you can handle you, then I know in my heart you can handle everything that's outside of you because your tools will be the same. You will just transfer your methods that work in dealing with yourself. When I first saw Christ, and I don't know, how many years you've been listening, but we're going on seven years this year on the radio. Um, In 2002, I did see Christ. I was 40 years old. I did not honestly know what to do with him when I saw him, because what do you do with that? I saw him in a public place. I was with someone else. I didn't know if I could even live up to what I saw and heard. And these past 19-ish years, we're going on 19, I've been figuring it out and doing my best every single day. And every single day doesn't ask me about the world. He asks me about why I'm thinking what I'm thinking. And every single day, he cleans me up to greater objectivity. Why do I react the way I do? What questions do I ask myself? How do I make decisions? Why do I make decisions? Is what's in my life helpful or hurtful? Biggest question you could ever ask yourself. And that actually goes to, I had a third question today, and it's actually two parts. And believe it or not, it's from one of my family members, because I said, what would be your question if you had to ask me a question? What would it be? 
and I'll, I'll read you what was sent. So I guess our questions all do go together. What's the most important thing you can give yourself that would be the baseline for everything else in your life? The one thing that you can give, the one thing that can give you hope and drive everything else. What do you guys think the one thing would be? The people in the chat, if you have an idea, what do you think that one thing would be? My first thought was self-love. But then I said, that takes some time to drill down to. But what could you give yourself every single day? Like you woke up today, this morning. What would it be? Maria writes, live, love. And it would be love, but a lot of us actually have injured love. So if we can't get to that love right away, that day, oh, not live, love, got it, thank you. That day, you woke up today, what can you say to yourself? And I already kind of said it in the thing when all the problems our world is having, why don't you comment and keep focusing on the topics you talk about? This is why. And I really love it when one of my family members will say something because they could always ask me privately too. But I just said, what would be your question? Because I know them so well and they hear me all the time. So what would be at the end of that? What would come out? What would you want to know? What haven't you felt is useful yet? And Francis writes, patience. Patience is absolutely huge. Love is everything. Patience will get us to that. But there's one filter question that I, I actually do without even thinking about it. And I know I always say, God, I want what you want. But I say that after I get attacked by my ego and it wants to take me down another road for the day, wants to hijack my day. And sometimes, honestly, it takes me a minute to get there. Like, oh, my God, that's my ego. Ha! You sneaky little thing. Maria writes, caring, encouraging, understanding words to do my best one thing at a time. Yes. So how do we get to all of that? You ask yourself this one question. Is what I am thinking or what I am doing helpful or does it take away from my life? Because if you can decide in a moment, if something is helpful or hurtful, and that's easy to say, is this helpful or hurtful? Does this give or take away? Whatever words you need to use, balance your thoughts and your actions 
by giving them that reality check. Should I or shouldn't I? Why or why not? We need all the help we can get. Not one of us is perfect. Not one of us knows everything. And when we think we should or we think we do, and we don't want to hear anything new, that's our ego separating us from our knowledge or potential knowledge or ways to help ourselves or ways to not listen to it. Because our ego every single day wakes up, or we wake up, and it's just hanging around waiting for a taker. And then when we say, hey, how are you doing today? Uh, you're really sad. Do you remember what happened yesterday or a month ago or a year ago or five years ago? Do you remember that? Why don't you think about that today? Why don't you stew and feel bad about that? No one knows it happened. You'd have to explain the whole thing and give someone the whole story, including yourself, as to why this day is so hard for us. I've been there. I bought into that for a while. Because I didn't know I was buying into anything. But what if you wake up, your brain doesn't remember yet yesterday because you just woke up, you're still fresh, and you can still go either way in your day, and then you start feeling bad. Oh, another day, I got to go find a job, I got to go find a house, I'm I'm having problems with my partner. My kids don't listen to me. I don't listen to me. Nobody listens to me. But instead of that tape, what if you said something like, are these thoughts helpful or hurtful to me? Is this okay or not okay? Well, of course it's not okay. And if you have to convince yourself it's okay, there you go. Another day taken away from your soul to do what it came here to do, whatever it is. Even if it was to smile at someone that day. Even if it was to smile at yourself that day. The one thing that we have, that we can use at any given time without question, that nobody gave us, God gave it to us, is our free will. So every time you have a thought that you know isn't your, your purpose by any means, to focus on everything that's not working. Because if I were to look at everything that's not working in my life right now, I'd be like, holy cow, I'm in deep doo-doo. But I don't. I say, hey, this is what I love. Let me focus on that and see what happens. See how I feel. And then I forget all the stuff that isn't working or not working yet or isn't mine that I think should be, should being an operative word. Is that helpful or is that hurtful 
to myself. Because if I accept hurt for me, these shows, I wouldn't even need to do them. Because I'd be too busy hurting myself. What am I going to talk about with you? How hurt I am? What kind of audience would I have? Other people who want and made a choice to live in pain. Pain, that's elusive. Because every event we can extract a painful outlook to. Oh, yeah, I was at that great event. Everybody was happy except for me. I felt bad that day. I felt alone. And I think, but what if you danced too? That alone feeling would have immediately left. But if you stand there and watch everyone dance and feel like everyone's dancing but you, you're going to feel like everyone's dancing but you. But why did you make that choice? Why didn't you just jump in? Was that helpful or was that hurtful? Or why didn't you stand on the side and instead of saying, I'm the only one not dancing, why didn't you turn that around and say, I like watching people dance? We are not that complicated. Complicated comes into play the minute we buy the lie that we are not capable. Everybody else is capable but us. We have all these problems. Nobody else has. Nobody will understand. Nobody has understood. Nobody has fixed me. Nobody has reached out. Nobody's felt sorry for me. So I am going to lash out at them for not caring about me. And when I tell those people, it's you that doesn't care about you, I now know that I will get whiplash from what they throw at me for saying that. But I still say it because it's true. And they may not like it when I say it. But one day, one day, and I probably won't be, you know, around or in their life or available on that day, because it'll be maybe really far ahead in the future or it could be a day later. But they'd go, oh, my God, that was true. It's funny, when I'm happy, I notice everyone who's happy. But if I walked down that same street and I was sad, I would pick out everyone who was sad. And I would say, oh, look, the whole world is sad, just like me. Is that helpful or is that hurtful? These are simple, easy ways to reach ourselves. Because once we say something to ourselves, like is that helpful or is that hurtful, then we can get to all the other stuff, then we can say, oh, wow, I feel patient enough. Because it takes patience to ask that question. 
because you have to wait and hear and, and respond. Oh, I'm calm enough to notice love and the things that Maria wrote, caring, encouraging, understanding words to do my best one thing at a time, breathing, trusting. Because the energy of you asking yourself, is that helpful or is that hurtful, is a healing energy. And when we heal, when we start to feel like we are healing, when that happens, we become receptive to love, to process, which gives us the patience to do what we need to do, to caring about ourselves. And then when we look at another soul, we say, wow, I care about myself and you know what? They might be the same way. They may care about themselves. Let me be kind because now you've been kind to you. You saw what happened when you extended that olive branch to yourself. When you encourage yourself, like why not do that? It's not that everybody gets to do it. It's just that they tried. I didn't try. Let's be honest. Courage doesn't walk up to our door, knock on our door and say, I'm here. Oh, you needed courage today. That's not what happens. And if you're waiting for that, you're going to wait a lifetime. What comes to our door every day is opportunity. And what we do with that opportunity is subject to the level of free will we accept the level of self-accounting we accept. So if I were to do what's the most important thing you can give yourself, that would be the baseline for everything else in your life, direct answer to my family member would be to ask yourself, is this helpful or hurtful? Does this help me get better at who I am? Or does this hold me in place? Or does this take me away? Do I feel like who I am is someone I have to get to yet? And when once I do, then I'll be good? Or can that be today? Do I binge and start my diet tomorrow? Or does my next meal reflect what I really want to do? Do I drop hurtful feelings onto my family members? Or do I start now by saying nothing? Let them talk. Let me listen. Let me hear. Let me respond in kind. And if you haven't done it, and then you do it, it may shock your family members that you actually listen to them. It's probably all they needed. It's probably why they're shouting in the first place. Our 
free will to make decisions, to ask ourselves questions. Let's say you want to do something to someone. You want to show them they're wrong. You want to let them know you're right, you're better, you're stronger, you're watching, you care. If you do it with a negative energy behind it, I don't care what words you use. Energy precedes words. That saying, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all, was one of those that has stood the test of time. It was here long before I existed. And I hope it's here long after. Because it's true. Being kind starts by you being kind to you. Does this give or nourish my soul? Or does this take away and keep me in this starving mode? Trying to figure out the world before I live in it. Do I hold myself in place? None of us will figure out the world before we live in it. We can't hold our breath and then say, okay, as soon as I'm perfect and as soon as I know everything, I'll go out there and participate in life. It doesn't work like that because the only way you do know things and the only way you do learn things, the only way, It's through that participation. Once you go out, the experiences start coming. They may stress you at first because you're not used to having them. You're just not used to it. You're not used to that you can actually work with yourself and not lateralize yourself, stay in pain, stay in grief, stay in the feeling of loneliness. That's all ego, just putting a wall in front of you while you're running, and you just keep running in place. Like Christ said, you don't need to go through the wall. All you have to do is get around it. And the only way to get around it is to know how to communicate, how to self-communicate. Is this helpful or is this hurtful? Is it? Does this nourish me or does this starve me? Does it? We are worth way more than ego will ever allow us to be worth to ourselves. Because if we can marginalize its effect, because it's going to show up. You're not filling the blank. And then it presents that excuse buffet after it tells you what you're not and what emotions to choose to help you feel bad. It provides you with a full buffet. And then you choose that emotion for the day and you live by it. And sometimes we'll get on Facebook and we'll say, I'm miserable because, I'm left out because. 
what happened to me when I was three or four or five or six or seven or eight or nine or 15 or 20 or 25 or 30 or 35 or 50 is why. And maybe doing that helps. So you say, well, is that helpful or hurtful? Well, that helped me to get that out, but it didn't really move me forward. It just made me dig in to my stand. When I got hurt, I used to write these long things about how hurt it felt to be hurt. But I don't do that anymore. Because I took care of my hurt at home. I don't need to lash out. Sometimes I kind of will write something even that I say, you know what, that wasn't my best. And I'll remove it. And I'll try again. And I'm not shy about it. Because I want to be helpful to myself. And if I can, then I'm also teaching you that you can be helpful to yourself. We can be helpful to ourselves and not hurtful, even if the intentions of the person weren't great. And on that note, you guys, have a great second weekend of the new year. I love you guys so very much, and I will see you on Monday morning. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the I Dig Your Soul podcast. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.